anyone ever told you you dream too big, that you have too many ideas, that you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. That's a mouthful, you know that? I wonder if we're going to have to change that soon because I just lost my breath saying it. Anyway, I'm Mari, and welcome to tonight's show. Um, I am live right now. I know you guys are thinking you're listening to a rebroadcast right this minute, but I am live. I just wanted to jump on and say hi before I start our rebroadcast of our master class, uh, Body Whispering, with Dr. Dane here that we did. Actually, we, we broadcast this. Um, we actually did the show back in February, and um, Dane and I were chatting, and I said, you know, we should run this as a radio show because we only had it um, available for about three days um, with the replay, so we wanted to rerun it, and we're going to do that tonight. So there's not going to be any commercial breaks. It is a 90-minute show, so get yourself a cup of tea and make sure you get a notebook because Dane is on fire in this show, so I, I probably will sit and listen to it myself. Um, but I wanted to get on also and just give you a little bit of housekeeping because we have our tele-summit starting very soon. In fact, I um, was meditating, as always, and... and um, I was guided to move our preview call, which was originally scheduled for April 19th, to this Thursday, April 12th. So I will be doing two preview calls. The first one will be April 12th, which is this Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And then we will be doing another preview call next week um, with, I guess, more information that I am being uh, <laughs> that's being sort of downloaded to me as we go. I go I go with the energy of these things. And you guys will, as you listen to us talk about um, a lot about intuition and a lot of different things on the Telesummit um with our nine speakers, you'll you'll start to feel the energy too if you're not already, and you'll start to follow it even more with a lot more ease and uh, and trust in it. So anyway, in trusting in all that I've been told about these uh, telesummits that take on a life of their own, April nineteenth will be the second preview call, and then um, that's also at eight p.m. Um, Eastern time. Then on April twenty second to May. First is when we'll have our speakers, one speaker each night. So that's April 22nd um, to May 1st. And those speakers will start at 7 p.m. Eastern. So for the preview calls, those are 8 p.m. Eastern. For the regular telesummit interviews, those will be 7 p.m. You'll you'll be getting reminders and all that stuff in your in your inbox. Make sure um, that you whitelist us, okay, so that you don't get spammed out. And you can get make sure you get all the links and different things. Um, you want to whitelist support at ahamomentsinc.com and mari at ahamomentsinc.com because things come kind of from different from different places in my shop. Um, 
And if you want to register, which it is required that you register for the Telesummit, uh, the registration is www.thetransformation2012.com. So thetransformation2012.com. And uh, you want to register ASAP. We have, that, oh, I think we're close to 1,000 people already <laughs> registered. And we just put out the emails for this earlier this week. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um, and we have a zillion countries. I think we're up to... 80 or so countries already too. So that was pretty over the top. Much much faster even than the 111.11. Anyway, okay, so I think that's it. Oh, one other thing, and I uh, Dane asked me to remind you guys, Body Whispering, our actual master course. So tonight you're going to hear a master class. I actually have him teaching on, on the show that you'll hear tonight for 90 minutes. This is just the tip of the iceberg, you guys, for what he has um, in his toolkit for for really harnessing the relationship that you have with your body and, and making some wonderful things happen. I personally have used a lot of the stuff, if not all of it. Um I'm losing weight. I'm 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 so much more energetic. I'm you know stronger, all kinds of things. You'd be amazed at how well this stuff works. But we are doing a course, a full course. And that will be um four consecutive Wednesdays in May. So May ninth through May thirtieth. We'll have each Wednesday in May we'll have um We'll have a class. The classes are 90 minutes, and um, you can see the schedule and all the information about the classes if you would like to participate um, on the on ahamomentsinc.com slash body whispering. So ahamomentsinc.com slash body whispering. We do still have the early registration price going on, so that will probably be for about another week, and uh, and then we're going to go back to the regular pricing because we've left it on for a really long time because we, with our schedules and everything, we had to do the call so early in February and blah, 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 all kinds of details. So, but please, if you're going to register, please register soon so that we can make sure we have, uh, we know how many people, et cetera, et cetera, are both going to be traveling on quite a bit in May. All right. So I think that's about it. Um, I will see you next week live on the show. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to be talking about next week, but you'll hear about it in your email. In the meantime, I'll see you on Thursday for the uh, for the first preview call of the Telesummit. And other than that, enjoy the show and enjoy your week. Have a great night. And Sam, you can go ahead and start the show. The AHA Moments Radio Show presents... Body Whispering, an AHA Masterclass featuring Dr. Dane here and Mari. Would you like to receive the message that your body truly wants you to hear with ease? Well, you have come to the right place. Join us for the next 90 minutes as we open the gateway to a life of possibilities that you may have never dreamed could happen. And now here's Dr. Dane and your host, Mari. Welcome to Body Whispering, our first AHA Masterclass with Dr. Dane here. I'm really, really, really excited about tonight. We had an unprecedented response. We have had over, I think we're up to about 1,400 of you that have registered from well over 30 countries from around the world, and I can't tell you how excited we are. We have upgraded our teams. We had to upgrade our server for tonight to make sure that everybody could uh, listen in on the call. And um, I just want to say welcome to the AHA Moments community and welcome to the Access Consciousness community. And uh, we have a really amazing 
uh, I guess this is a, I'm about to say show because I'm always on the radio, but I guess we could say show slash class slash beginning of a wonderful new course and an, a, a wonderful new journey uh, planned for you tonight. So, you know, I always start these calls with a little bit of housekeeping. And uh, just so that everybody knows, we are taking questions tonight. I have, I can't tell you, we have probably, I don't even know how many questions. You guys are, are amazing. Thank you so much for all the emails. Um, we have sent those to Dr. Dane, who's who's sitting waiting to actually, he'll get a word in edgewise in a little bit after I get through housekeeping. And um, we also have questions that you can, you can put it in on your, um, if you're on your computer, you can see right on your dashboard, there's a box there where you can type your questions in. We'll try to get to as many of those as we can. We have a ton of content to cover tonight as well. We want to make this as, as packed as we can. Hopefully you have a big notebook because we're not holding back. You know, you know how I am. <laughs> so we, you're, you can ask your questions there. Um, also, there will be no commercial breaks on this, this, uh, this particular call. So there's going to be 90 minutes of, of content. We will have, um, replays available too because I know that's going to be the very next question. And so, uh, the replays will be available for 48 hours. Okay. So that will be, I think they'll be available till, what is today? Today's Thursday. So they'll be available till Sunday. They will be on the same page that you're looking at right now. Uh, they should be available about two hours after the call finishes tonight. Once the, the server, once, uh, Instant Teleseminar finish, we finish the call, it's up to them to put it up on the, the dashboard. So please just bear with us before you start sending all the emails and asking us where the replay is. Um, it will be up and, and, uh, you'll also get an email with the uh, webinar link as well, so in case you forget or you weren't on, you were, you know, calling in on your phone and you weren't on the actual website, um, you'll be able to tune in and listen. You also can purchase the MP3 and transcripts of tonight's call. We will be having this transcribed. You have to give us like a, about a week and a half, and we'll be getting those transcripts out to you if you decide you want to order um, the MP3 and the transcript. And... Uh, that you see a button there and it explains everything and uh, Dr. Dane has included a nice special bonus in with that little package too so you can go and explore that. Um, and then finally I want to let you know that later on in the call we are going to be talking about a master course. Tonight is the, actually the first class of a, uh, I guess it would be four class series. It's actually going to be four classes in addition to tonight but we are actually going to be teaching tonight. We're not just going to be doing a regular interview like we uh, like we normally do on the radio show. Uh, and so, well, so the next thing, let's see. So we're going to go <laughs> we're going to go through all of that, and uh, we'll tell you all about that course a little bit later on. But I want to make sure that we can actually now get through the housekeeping. I think that's it for now. Um, yeah, that's it for now. Let's get on to. Talking to Dr. Dane. Dr. Dane, are you there? Mari, I'm here. How are you doing? Yay. Good. I am good. Thank you so much for being here and taking time out of your insane schedule. You're like in between continents right now. You're on in the U.S., right? You're in the yeah. U.S.A. For like that is back in the U.S.A. for another few days. Thank goodness. <laughs> That's great. That's great because usually our technology doesn't work if you're if we're on completely. I know content. we tend to fry the phone lines or something really strange happens, so we have to do what we do together when I'm in the U.S. because it tends to work. That absolutely, absolutely, and it seems like everything is nice and strong, and we took the uh, extra steps to 
to expand the, the bandwidth here, so I think we're in good shape. So um, I want to get started because we have so much to talk about, and I have so many questions from people for you. And I don't know, uh, I don't know how you've managed to create this much magic around the world, but <laughs> a lot of people really want to hear all about body whispering. And I guess the, for those, this, you know, of course, many of the folks who are listening already know you and kind of know your story. But for those of us, uh, for those of us who have not heard you before, who are new to access consciousness to the Aha Moments community, can you tell a little of your story and and kind of how you got to be where? You, you are and what you've been up to? Yeah, absolutely. I actually, 12 years ago, I, I had been uh, sort of on a spiritual, metaphysical, life-changing search for several years, as I know a lot of people in the world right now have and are. And I, one of the things that really called strongly to me was going to chiropractic school. And I thought, wow, this is a way that I can perhaps create the miracles that I know should be available in people's bodies and in their lives because I had been exposed to chiropractic techniques where they could change all kinds of different things, not just, you know, crack your bones back into place, so to speak. And uh, that's what I really wanted to do. And so I studied a lot of those techniques. I studied a lot of spiritual techniques and metaphysical ones. And still, I got to the point 12 years ago where I had basically had enough. Pretty much every day I was waking up unhappy and depressed. Money was a constant struggle. And I wasn't seeing the change in the world that I knew should be available. And finally, one day I woke up, and here I am living in paradise, you know, Santa Barbara, California, where lots of people seem to really love it here, and I didn't. You know, I remember driving to work, looking left and looking right at the people and going, wow, am I the only unhappy person here? This is so weird. I hate this. If this can't change, I'm out of here. And I literally told the universe, you have six months. My life either changes and things start getting easy, and I start seeing the changes I know are possible, or I'm killing myself. And I truly didn't care which it was. And literally a week later, I saw this tiny little classified ad for access consciousness. It said, access, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And of course, you know, I was overjoyed, right? No, I was not overjoyed <laughs> at all. I wanted to kill the person. I wanted to kill the person that put the ad in the paper. And since I just wanted to kill them, I, you know, and I'd learned long, long before that if you love something or hate it, there's something there for you. And so I literally, I threw the paper away and didn't think about it again until the following week when the paper comes out once a week here in Santa Barbara, and I saw the ad again. And it said, access, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory, and it had this girl's phone number. And I was so angry again, and I went, wait a minute, maybe there's something here for me. And I called her, and I said, what do you do? And she said, we have all kinds of tools for changing all kinds of things. I'm like, good, what are you going to do for me? And she said, well, probably a good place to start would be with this stuff called the bars, and it's basically where there's these 32 points on the head, and when you just touch them really lightly, it undoes all your judgments, all your thoughts, feelings, and emotions about all this stuff, all the heaviness around you, gives you a sense of space. And I said, what's the effect? And she said, well, at the worst your whole life, I'm sorry, at the worst you feel like you had a good massage, and at the best your whole life will change. And I remember going, well, my whole life better change or I'm killing myself. I guess I could give it a shot. And so I traded this session with her because I couldn't actually afford the session at the time. And I lay down on the table, and she puts her hands on my head, and I started giggling like a little kid. And I was like, hee, <laughs> And I got it. And each time she'd move her hands, I would giggle more. And I got up. And it was the first sense of peace and space I'd had in almost three years. And I never contemplated killing myself again. Well, she let me know after that. She's like, we got all kinds of other, kinds of other stuff. And I went, okay, I want all that right now, you know. 
Um, but I, I, so I find I started getting involved in it and realized that every time I had a session with her, the space in my life increased. And in contrast to everything else that I'd ever done, it never decreased. So I traded sessions with her once a week for a long time, and the space in my life just continued to grow and grow and grow as we addressed different things each time we got together. And here I am sharing the sharing the tools that now I'm part of creating and bringing to the world with you guys. Well, it's, and I'm so glad that you actually read the paper that day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That, me too. That, out of that whole story, that was my that was my aha moment right there. He read the paper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as much profound stuff as happens with Mars, and I know that 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 actually that process has been extraordinarily profound for me as well. I always I feel it when I really need to have my Mars run. So. Um, and I think every client who's had a reading or uh, Akashic's records reading with me in the last couple of months has, has been sending them to bars all over the world. Like, go find a, a facilitator for bars. So, so glad you did. You read the paper. So, let's. I know that access applies to all parts of your life, and um, and and some people are new, and we have a lot of diehard access disciples here listening to the call. Let's talk about body whispering in particular because um, I think one of the things I, I gathered from the Telesummit and most a lot of people who are on this call and have signed up for this call were part of our 11-11-11 Telesummit and have heard you, you know, on that as well. And um, one of the things that that we recognize from the Telesummit is that is how how light workers is what we call them. I know you guys call them humanoids, but this spiritual sensitive beings that we are we're really craving um, a way to navigate our world because we're super sensitive we're looking for people of like minds who can kind of get us because we we do have like you know some nuances and differences about us and we're looking for more advanced information stuff that goes beyond you know basics and then finally our bodies seem to I don't know, uh, absorb things differently than the maybe, quote, average person, not to put down anybody who's, quote, average, but I know anybody on this call is, you know, is highly, uh, highly evolved. So can you talk a little bit about body whispering and, and what it is and how you kind of came to, to, to working with bodies in this way? Absolutely. I, I came to it because I didn't know what else to do, really. I mean, and which I think, you know, is, you know, they say necessity is the mother of invention, you know, and yep. it, I figure either you you create something different or you go insane. And I chose the first route, thank goodness, um, <laughs> although I'm not who's to say I'm not insane. I don't know. But but basically what happened was in doing these access consciousness classes, I started looking and realizing that there were so many people that that were looking for a spiritual that that in their search, if you will, that there's so many people who in spirituality and metaphysics and so much of what they've done, the point of view is that your body is just a piece of meat. You're in charge of it. You can just kick it to the curb and come back and get it when you're done and that your body is actually a limitation. And I started having some conversations with Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, who we sort of co-create this stuff that comes out as Access at this point along with all the people who come to it. And we started having these conversations about bodies, and and I was really grateful because I had an awareness one day, thanks to him. I, I went out running, and and 
he's some we were somewhere and I'm like, Yeah, I'm gonna go run now and and I mean normally I wouldn't ever be around him when this occurred and I went off running and one of the things I like to do is actually run in circles. I kinda like spin as I run because you know, sometimes running in a straight line can be really boring, you know. But <laughs> just have so much joy with it. And I came back from running and we were having a conversation about bodies because somebody that we were working with had um I think it was cancer or um tumors or something in that realm and he went you know what there's a huge difference here he said when i saw you run away he's like there's such joy in you when you're functioning from that place with your body and i went yeah and i i'd never realized that i was just being me and i think a lot of us who are listening probably you know it's like you're just being you and then somebody tells you something different you go oh maybe i am a little bit different well that was the case for me i didn't realize there was anything different about me but then I looked and I, I looked at the difference between the way I was with my body and this other person that we were talking about. And it was almost as if, whereas what was going on for my body was this this space of joy, what was going on for this person with the with the tumors was this compression into no joy, no space, no possibility. And I went, okay, how can we access that? Let's say somebody didn't have all the other tools of access. How could we get people to start accessing their connection with their body in a different way so that they could start accessing that joy too? And the first thing we both realized, and we both looked at each other and basically said the same thing to each other, which was, wow, none of us are actually listening to our bodies. We're pushing them around and acting as though, oh, this diet will create the answer or this will create the solution, or this will create the solution. But we never ask them. We never try to find out what's actually going on for them. And that's how this sort of body whispering thing started. Um, and in a, So it was about actually how do we communicate with our bodies in such a way as to not only have a better connection with them and feel better in them and feel better with them, but how do we actually be able to actually ask and receive them creating a different result with a lot more ease. So that's really what this is all about. It's really actually the practical side of having a body, enjoying your body, um, you know, and, and actually being able to love it and be in it. And then this other thing that occurred was was several years ago, 12 years ago, right after I'd started doing some of the access classes, Gary came into my office for a session and and he said, look, the the other stuff you do, you need to go to the furthest level of what you do. And I'm like, look, I haven't started studying that level of the work. And I was doing network chiropractic, a wonderful technique. And um, I said, he said, you need to go to the level three. And I'm like, I've never studied this. And he said, look, just ask my body. Once again, this asking your body point of view. Follow the mm -hmm. energy and you'll know what to do. And there was an energy that was coming through me and coming through his body that I had never experienced before. And he got up and he was like, wow, you know what? Before I, before I came to you, I knew I was dying. I now know I'm not. And i got to say I'm a little upset with you because now I know I need to get to work, but I'm also <laughs> grateful, so thank you very much. So wow. it's combining those awarenesses with also the, the sort of energetic awareness that our bodies can give us, as well as the healing ability that we as beings have that we never talk about, that we never acknowledge, that we're made weird for thinking that we have and that we are. You know, it's it. I I think that this. Um, I, I just got a uh, energetic. What do you call it? Hit to to say this. 
I think that this, what you were talking about, is so profound. And when I first met you, I remember talking to you and saying, Dane, I need to learn about money. And you said, well, I think you need to learn about your body. I'm like, no, no, I need to learn about money. You're like, well, no, I think it's the body. I said, no, no money. <laughs> and then, you know, and so you said, okay, okay, and I'll show you about money. So you sent me something about money. And then when I started reading this body stuff, I was like, oh, wow, I think I really needed the body stuff first. And when I got back to, to studying this and to looking at this, because um, I never, ever refer anything to anybody that I haven't experienced myself, I was so amazed at how how shut down we are to our bodies, how we're, how we're acting as almost separate entities, like us against them, like my body won't do what I want, or my body's in pain, or my body won't lose weight. And, and I found that even in my own quest to, to, to lose weight or to exercise, it was like a punishment, you know, it was like, this this regimen and can you can you talk a little bit about um what i found some of your stories that you've said um how how do our bodies uh let us know what they need like how, is that a is that am i starting too deep into this is there no, <laughs> probably I, a better question i think that well i think that's a great place and that we can sort of start and then back up to uh okay. other place because <laughs> basically our bodies, our bodies are kind of, they communicate energetically. They don't communicate in words. And that's a difficulty for us because most of us have, have learned to use our minds as the vehicle for communication, except it's not. It's sort of this, this nuance. Like sometimes you'll be sitting next to somebody and, and there's something about them that makes you feel lighter. Well, that's the way our bodies communicate. There's just this nuance there. It makes you feel lighter. It makes you feel heavier. And, and that's the way they communicate is is energetically and literally learning to do this body whispering thing. And, you know, I love that we call it body whispering because so it just sounds so cool, you know, horse whispering <laughs> and, you know, like body whispering. But it's kind of like that. It's like learning a new language that you already know and have somewhere forgotten. Because the language of your body you know, otherwise you wouldn't have a body. You couldn't have had it if you didn't have this language in the first place. And it's kind of like babies have it as an example. They're, you know, they will do whatever it takes to get whatever they need for their body. And they will manipulate you into it, you know, by crying, by laughing, by smiling, by doing whatever. They know what their body requires. It's just that it's something that is so different than what we're taught. It ends up creating this, this thing where everybody on the planet is doing something different. So we keep thinking that that that's one of the things that that we should be doing too is is sort of the else is so the difficulty is that the difficulty is that it sort of in a sense is easy but nobody actually knows it and it's really hard because nobody's ever taught us how to actually do that right. so like well what if it were actually a lot easier what if it starts just by asking your body questions? And, and the, the thing I like to liken it to is it's kind of like when you're in a relationship with somebody and you haven't communicated in years and you haven't talked to each other and you haven't been friends and you haven't really liked each other and, and you go to ask that person to do a favor for you, you get nothing but resistance and they don't really want to do it. They may do it because they will, but there's no closeness, there's no connection, there's no communion or camaraderie. It's a similar thing with our bodies. It's like we all of a sudden think, oh, I've decided to talk to you now. I've been in you for 45 years without ever asking you a single question, but I'm going to talk to you now, so you should tell me everything, you know? And mm -hmm. our body's like, mm -hmm. 
Who are you again? You're oh, you're the being who's totally ignored me for forty five years. Yeah, right. Go go blow smoke, you know? Like it's like so if we can recognize that it's just basically what this is is a shift in a point of view and a willingness to be as wrong as many times as you need to be, and perhaps a willingness to actually just start to play with this information and start to ask and just really slowly start to ask your body for things that concern it. So let's look at this for a minute. Let's let's create just a little bit of a distinction between you and your body, okay? So right now, close your eyes and go out and touch the outside edges of you. Not your body, you. Okay, now go 100 yards further in all directions. Are you there too? Mm-hmm. Now go 100 yep. miles further in all directions. Are you there too? Okay, so... You can open your eyes whenever you're ready. Could a being that big fit inside of a body this small? No. (laughs) No, but we keep trying to cram ourselves into our body and act like that's all we have available. No, you, the being, actually have a space that you can occupy, and your body has an amazing space that it can occupy too. And when you allow that to be the case, what ends up happening is, you get to focus on what you're great at as a being, and you let your body handle the stuff that it's supposed to handle. Like, for example, uh, these are the kind of clothes I'd like to wear, because you, the being, don't wear clothes. If you didn't have a body, you wouldn't need clothes, okay? And this is this this is sort of the beginning of this conversation, okay? In other words, if I didn't have a body, would I require this? If you didn't have a body, you wouldn't need food. If you didn't have a body, you couldn't have sex, if you didn't have a body, you couldn't receive a massage. If you didn't have a body, you couldn't take a bath. Uh, you couldn't swim in the ocean. You couldn't lie out in the sun, which, by the way, may be part of the reason we actually created bodies. One of the things that Gary and I looked at was, wow, you know what? So many people are acting as though their bodies have such little value. But what I realize is what's actually the case is if you could actually get the greatness of embodiment, you would have a totally different set of choices available and your life would actually get a lot easier because your body is this thing that's with you all the time. So if you can look at those things or be aware of those things that your body does and ask it what it desires, that's the beginning of body whispering. That's the beginning of starting this communication. And all you have to do is like, let's say, for example, you go to the refrigerator and you're going to eat something or go to the cupboard. Well, say, body, what would you like to eat? And and then just open the cupboard and look, and your eyes will fall on something. And it may not be the thing that you, the being, think you desire, but it's your body trying to give you some information. So a, another example, let's say you're at a restaurant, okay? And and what's funny is I give this, this particular one thing of actually starting to ask your body for everything that concerns it. If you were to just take this and play with it for the next few weeks, you would notice such changes in your level of joy and happiness and peace in life that it would truly be an amazing difference in how you function in the world. And people don't think that because a lot of times they think, oh, well, my body's fine, and blah, 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 and they move on. But when you have peace with your body, you've got your best friend with you all the time. When you're communicating with it, when you're present with it, 
you've got your best friend with you all the time, and you've got a source of energetic support because that's what it wants to do for you. That's what it wants to be for you. It actually wants to be there to care for you and receive your caring for it, and it wants to play in the world in the way it knows is possible. So just beginning to ask, for example, when there's, um, you know, like let's say you go to a restaurant, the way to find out what your body wants, you close your eyes, you close the menu, you look down, you open the menu, and you open your eyes. And the first thing your body focuses on, or the first thing your eyes focus on, is that is what it actually desires. And it's really strange. Like the number of times I, like when I first tried this, it was at my first access, uh, it was an access level two class. And, you know, I'd done some of the other stuff, and I'd started trying to talk to my body and was successful sometimes and not successful other times. And, and, um, so I was at a restaurant and I went, okay, body, what would you like, to, what would you like to eat? And I got, you know, it was like a steak or a hamburger or something. And so I ordered that and it came with a salad. And the waitress said, okay, what kind of dressing do you want on your salad? I said, I don't know. What do you have? And she said, well, we have ranch, blue cheese, honey mustard. And on honey mustard, it felt like my body went, eesh, kind of like leaped towards her, kind of had this sense of peace or space. And, um, I went, okay, so, uh, and I knew that my body was somehow giving me the information because when you start on this journey, what will happen is your body will actually give you the information to the best of its ability. And I knew because this is one of the things I'd really been asking for. My body was giving me the information, I like honey mustard dressing, but I didn't listen to it. And I went, no, mm -hmm. I'll have, I decided I like ranch. You know how we do this? We decide, we decide what we like. Yeah. And what ends up happening is uh, you like something, your body may like something totally different, but you've never asked it. So what happened was the waitress brought this salad with honey mustard dressing on it, and I was like, wait a minute, I asked for ranch. Well, apparently my body went, um, yeah, dummy, but I'm going to talk to her body and make her bring the honey mustard, apparently. So so my body knew what it was doing. And I get this honey mustard dressing, and I, so I'm like, okay, it came. I might as well put a bite. And I ate it. And it was one of the best tasting things I'd ever had. Honey mustard friggin' dressing. And I hated honey mustard dressing. <laughs> my body was like, um, dummy, you're trying to find out what I want, stupid. I'm showing you this is what it should taste like for every bite of food you eat. When you're getting what your body wants, it literally, the food tastes orgasmic. It like, it lights up your body. It makes your body joyful. And it's this amazing thing where you get this different possibility for um, waking up in the morning and not having to judge it, as you develop this communication, that gets easier and easier and easier. You know, it's it's interesting that um, my body told your body to tell that story because that was my next question was to ask you to tell that story, and you did it with that. <laughs> <laughs> See how this thing works, right? So I could just check that one off the list, and there you have it. Um, <laughs> so I. I think that one of the things that comes up, and I've I've, I've seen this with, uh, in I was looking at all of the questions that came in, and we you know we certainly had well over a hundred questions come in. Um, one of the things that comes up is the idea of trust, and trusting that we can trust our bodies. What are our bodies saying versus what are our mental mind mental mind saying? And I have some questions here. Some listeners, and do um, you think we should just jump right in and start getting to some of these? Do you think that might, um, you know, we can 
you know, I'm I'm kind of happy to do whatever whatever sounds good to you, my dear. Um, and <laughs> so this idea of trust here's here's one of the things is trust is built up over time, and that's something we don't often allow ourselves to realize. You know, if you have a good friend that you trust, it's probably because several years ago you had a situation where you didn't want to tell anybody because you thought you were going to be judged and you told them and they didn't judge you and you went, wow, I can actually trust that they won't skewer me when they have the chance to. And then it probably happened again and again and again until this point you trust and know what this person will actually choose. So trust from this point of view too with your body and and your awareness of it and your awareness in general is actually something that's built up over time. And so this is a really important thing to get because we tend to go, oh, well, you know, I asked three times and I didn't get what my body wanted, so I don't think I can get what my body wants. I don't trust it. Well, um, no, you need to ask more like 300 times or 3,000 times and then tell me you don't actually get it and we'll both know you're lying. Okay? <laughs> this is And this is the thing. And so if you – this is one of the biggest things that that people come to me and talk to me about after they've heard these tools are like, Okay, but I don't know that I'm actually getting it and all that. And I'm like, you know what, I totally understand. And what if you approached it from the place of, yay, I'm going on a new adventure. I'm going to have an adventure of doing something very few people on the planet have called having a connection with their body and having a joy with my body. And I'm going to actually begin to find out what the greatness of this amazing organism is that I haven't yet discovered. Because it's one of the last truly unexplored frontiers. Sure, science has cut our bodies apart and can tell us almost every chemical reaction and all this stuff. But as far as us being connected with it, it's one of the last great unexplored frontiers. What if you could recognize that and go, okay, you know what? I'm going to give myself 3,000 times of asking this question before I start to believe that I can't get the awareness. And there's also in, in some of the access processing, we'll do some of that tonight to make it easier so that you'll actually be able to start to get the awareness with your body, be able to start to um, begin to speak its language more because we're going to undo the idea that your body is a terminal and incurable disease that you have to put up with, hopefully. So, But we, we need to have some of these other conversations before we get there to that particular processing of things because um, it's a little more in-depth than what we're talking about right now. So, um, But let's do this. Uh, I'm sure probably a lot of you have heard the access clearing statement Maybe a lot of you haven't, um, but it is available, okay? But basically, let's do this. So everything that doesn't allow you to begin to have a communication with your body and actually begin to trust that awareness that you get from your body and everything you've done to separate from it so that you can't feel it, you can't touch it because it seems like the only information it's ever given you has been pain, will you destroy and uncreate it, please, so you can have something different? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and meons. Now, notice what I asked. Will you destroy and uncreate? In other words, I'm asking, will you undo the structure that you put in place that keeps you separate from your body, that keeps you separate from enjoying it, that keeps you separate from having the connection to it that you'd really like to have? And if you say yes, basically, and I'm going to give you Mari's ex um, explanation for the clearing statement because it's the <laughs> best thing I've found. I love it. We're, we're asking this question, and it brings up all the yuck and all the crap that's in your way. And basically, this is like a big vacuum cleaner, vacuuming away all the crap. And, you know, it's just, 
it's and it's kind of that easy. Have you found that, Mari? That that some things can just change with such amazing ease. You didn't even know it was possible. Instantaneously, instantaneously, especially if you're really over it. You know, I, I think sometimes um, I've noticed people kind of like to do the clearing statement, then reattach, then do the clearing statement, then reattach. But it's not that the clearing statement didn't work. It's that we kind of sort of like to suckle on some of those things because when that clearing, that clear feeling comes, I found that uh, I know myself, I've had sometimes you feel almost disoriented because it is so powerful and then you feel this almost sense of emptiness and it's like, okay, well, I've been like lamenting over this for the last, oh, two, three, four, 18 years and now I feel a sense of ease and peace. Uh, uh. uh <laughs> exactly. Now what am I going to do? Oh, my God. Destroy and uncreate the ease and peace. I want to go back to being freaked out. <laughs> I understand that better, you know. So, yeah, and, yes. and I'm so glad you brought that up because that's something that goes on dynamically with people's bodies is if you have anything that's been going on for a long, long time, there's either a talent and ability you have or a capacity that you have that you haven't acknowledged. Like, for example, your body may have a capacity to help heal other people. Or it's an awareness you have. If if you have something that that keeps coming and going and coming and going and coming and going, the huge amount of the time, I'm going to say probably 90% of the time, sometimes maybe more for certain people, it's actually an awareness that you're having that you always thought was you and you always thought was yours. Because our body's job is actually to be a sensory organism, kind of like the cat's whiskers. Its job is to give us information about the world around us. And so what ends up happening is its job is to give us information, but from a very young age we learn that the information it gives us we might get in trouble for experiencing or expressing, especially if when you were young you got information about, you know, how wonderful it could be to to touch your parts and you were made wrong for it. You know, you're like, I don't want this body's information. It could get me in trouble. And so you mm-hmm. cut off from it as much as possible. Well, what I'd like to see us start doing is undo the cutting off from the information that our body gives us so that we can be with it and know what to do with it. And also, so when it's telling us something about, oh, this person is sick or this person is dying or this person is having a particular condition or they've got an emotional condition or whatever it is, we can actually be present enough with it to go, okay, is there anything I need to do for this person or is this information you're giving me, body, that I don't have to do anything about? So it's a it's a different way of looking at the reason you have pain and suffering and the reason you can't connect with your body. And um, like I said, we'll do some more of the in-depth processing a little bit later to uh, undo this from a slightly different place. Well, I have some questions here, and I think that they're, they're it's a great segue into in one into one in particular. And this is from Anita in London. And London, I think it's like midnight there. So thank you, Anita, for being awake <laughs> and, <laughs> and live and typing at, <laughs> at at this time in the morning for you. So um, she says, hi, Dane and Mari. Please, do you have any tools on how to deal with cravings, you know, for the usual suspects like chocolate and crisps? She says, potato chips to you, but in, I'm from London and we call them crisps. Um, also, I know that I have emotional eating issues, but in your opinion, do I have to clear with all the emotional stuff um, and feel completely loved before I can ever have a healthy, easygoing relationship with food? Oh, sweetness, no. It's, <laughs> it's 
Okay, so here's what I'm going to do, okay? If if I have your permission, Mari, to sort of – see, in the last 12 years, I have looked at this area dynamically with with my friend Gary and with the people who've come to so many of the classes I've facilitated around the world where, where someone in class will raise their hand and go, um, you know how you were asking about um, – this craving thing, well, it feels like there's something way outside of my body that creates it. And I'll look, or Gary will look or something, and we'll go, oh, what's actually happening is, and here's the thing with cravings, and, and the way we came to this was actually a class Gary was delivering, and somebody asked that question, I've got these cravings and I don't know what to do. Because, um, sorry, I, I like to, to give the backstory on as much as possible, but I'm not going to do that here. <laughs> yeah. But basically, somebody asked this question. Gary looked and went, okay, oh, so here's the thing with cravings. I'll just give you the answer and shut up for, for once. <laughs> answer, here's what you want to do. Every time you have a craving, what you want to do is you want to say, everything that doesn't allow my subtle bodies to get the energy that they need, I now destroy and uncreate it and pock and pot it or right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds or all the weird stuff Dane said. So what you're looking to do is you're looking to destroy and uncreate, and this pock and pot thing is the easiest way I've ever found of doing it, is destroy and uncreate everything that doesn't allow your subtle bodies, which are your energetic bodies, to get the energy they need. Apparently, cravings, that is an actual craving, is because what your body knows is, and a lot of times people have cravings for chocolate or cravings for a particular kind of salt or salt and fat combo like chips or crisps, depending on what part of the world you're from, <laughs> what's happening is the, your body knows that if it eats that, it can undo what is keeping the subtle bodies from getting the energy that they need. Well, you can do the same thing by pock and potting everything that doesn't allow the subtle bodies to get the energy they need, and the cravings go away. Like Gary used to crave chocolate like it was going out of friggin' style. I mean, he would just, you know, it was like he couldn't find enough orifices to put it, you know? <laughs> and and once he got this information by the person asking it in class, he went, oh, okay. So every time he had a craving for chocolate, he went, pock and pot, everything that doesn't allow my subtle bodies to get the energy they need, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. And literally, he doesn't need it anymore. It's a totally different way of functioning for him and his body. So that's a tool for you all. And if it seemed a little complex, please listen to the replay. It is actually really simple it's just some people get thrown with a clearing statement because they think, oh, I can't say right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Sure you can. Just listen to the replay and repeat it after me. No problem. <laughs> or just say pod and pock, P-O-D and P-O-C, pod and pock it all. Or do the vacuum thing that Mari talked about and just call it the vacuum thing. It'll still work because you're calling on the energy of the same thing, the same agent of change, so to speak. Well, that was, I love that answer. And, you know, um, I, this is something else that comes up, and I've seen it uh, through uh, several questions. So instead of going through each question, because some of them are a full page and a half long, um, what's the difference between uh, your subtle body needing to be nourished in some way so it creates a craving versus your body actually requiring and desiring the chocolate? Well, that's a great question. And what you'll notice is 
with a craving, it feels like an obsessive compulsive point of view that you have no capacity or willingness to stop usually. Mm-hmm. When your body wants it or requires it or it will contribute to your body, it's like your body going, yes, I'd like this, but not if I don't have it, I'm going to kill everyone in the universe. <laughs> okay? okay? Slightly yep. different energy there. And yeah. so with the craving, with the craving, it's as though there's no choice. With the awareness, there's always choice, and it's got a lightness to it. It doesn't have like a heavy, driven, sort of wrenching your gut laser focus sort of thing going on. Okay. Perfect. I hope that okay. helps. No, yeah, no, that, that helps. And, and, you know, I'm sure we could go really long and deep into that whole conversation, but we have a zillion other questions. I want to get to some other topics. Um, okay, so Sue wrote in about depression and anxiety, and this is another one that was a common theme, so let's get to Sue's question. She says, for depression slash um, anxiety, what I find when I ask who does this belong to is that it is my feeling of depression or anxiety, but that 90% of the thoughts associated with the feeling are not mine. I return the thoughts that aren't mine to center with consciousness attached, but what do I do with the remaining thoughts and feelings that are mine, destroying and uncreating all the ways I have depression or anxiety-related thoughts and feelings doesn't seem to be doing it. I suspect I need a different clearing uh, that cuts underneath. That's great, and that's a great awareness, because if you try one thing you know, over and over and over and it doesn't seem to have any effect, then it's time to try another thing, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> let's do something else. So... The thing that I would say, and please know when you ask me a question, I do my best to tap into your energy specifically, knowing that there are a lot of anybody else who has a similar thing will also benefit from it. So anybody on the call will also benefit from it. So, my dear, here's what you need to do. Um, well, a few things. Uh, let me address the question you asked, and then I'll add on to it a little bit. And that is, if you get that the 98% of the thoughts, feelings, and emotions aren't yours, and they tend to be heavy because they tend to be things like depression, uh, trauma and drama, uh, upset, judgment, pain and suffering, sadness, all those sorts of things. How much are you getting sad that that's the state in which the world chooses to function? See, it's one thing to believe it's all yours because you know you can handle it. And even though you tend to think you're a pathetic pile of poo, you know somewhere that you can handle it, but it's really sad to think that the people you care about and the people that live on the planet with us are undergoing this same thing because you know they probably can't handle it because they're probably not as strong as you are. And then you go into sadness because they happen to be choosing it. That's where you get the sticking point because you go into the sadness that the world would choose this sadness. Well, what if you looked at it and went, okay, I've got to get this here, and this is the thing I'd like you to realize. And isn't it interesting that on this call about bodies, this idea of sadness and feelings and emotions comes up? Well, yeah. because it does, because that's where you perceive them. That's also what locks up your body. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, too. But every thought, feeling, and emotion you have becomes a sticking point for your body, unfortunately. Good thing 98% of them aren't yours. But So what happens is, you actually perceive these things in your body, so what you have to get to the place where you realize, wow, you know what? This sadness is a choice people are making. It's just a choice. That's all it is. 
And I know I would love to tell you that it's not. I'd love to tell you that it's been thrust upon them and that people have no choice and that people are victims. But does it actually make you feel lighter when I say that? Or does it make you feel lighter when you realize, wow, it's actually a choice people have? And so the the number one overriding tool I'd like to present, for those of you who've never heard it before, is what's true will always make you feel lighter. A lie will always make you feel heavier. What's true makes you feel lighter, a lie makes you feel heavier. So if I say, okay, this is a choice people are making and it makes you feel lighter, it's because it's what's actually going on. And this one was very difficult for me personally, which is why I'm going into such depth because I've, and because I've worked with so many people who've had something similar. And what you have to realize is that it's a choice that people have and that they're making. And rather than be sad about it, what if you could use another tool? which is interesting point of view, I have this point of view. So if you get mm-hmm. this, the, re, the reason it answers is yours is because you get sad that peop, or depressed that people are choosing this sadness and this depression. So not only mm-hmm. do you have the awareness of their sadness and depression, then you get sad and depressed because they're choosing it instead of choosing the happiness and the creation and generation you know they could, which is this vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Next time, when you get this sadness and this depression, you go, who does this belong to? And it lightens up. And then you get that it's yours. You want to go, okay. You want to do two things. You want to say, what will it take to change this? Actually, how did I create this? And what will it take to change this? How did I create this? And just wait for a minute and let the energy infuse into your world. And then what will it take to change this? And then... You want to be with that energy of that sadness and that gut-twisting stuff, and you say to it, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And then again, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And then again, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And again, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And again, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And what happens to it? Does it change at all? So profound how all this works, Dane. <laughs> kind of, isn't it kind of interesting? I'm feeling lighter, and I wasn't even feeling the depression thing. You know? I'm yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna fly out of the chair. I won't even be here. You'll be asking me questions by yourself. You'll <laughs> be like, um, "Yeah, I'm floating now. Sorry, I, I'll get back with you when I'm done." <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I want to just um, pause here for a second because what you're hearing uh, Dane talk about, you're hearing him mention several different tools. And one of the resources that I have found to be extraordinary that he's provided is a a video channel and a video series, and he goes through pretty much all of the basic tools of access week to week to week to week to week to week to week. And on your dashboard in front of you, if you're on your computer and you're you're listening through your computer, you'll see a link there that you can sign up for the, the, what is it, the Being You? What's the link, Dane? Just in Uh, case you can't think of the BeingYouClass.com is what it is. Yeah, BeingYouClass.com. So that's a free series. We're going to talk about a lot of resources tonight. So I just wanted to stop there because I know that you're – some people are very advanced and have been in access for quite some time, and we have, you know, questions from them. Some people are just like, pot and pock, what, what, what? How do I say that? And so I just want to give you kind of a, a, some resources. That particular video series, I've watched, I think, all of them or the majority of them, at least the ones that have come – and it's phenomenal. And it's, and he goes very, you know, 
you'll, you'll get all a, an overview of every of all these tools. So if you're feeling like you have to keep up and you're trying to write everything down, don't panic. Just sign up for that, and um, you'll get you'll get tons of information and practice it with, and play with it and all that good stuff. Um, okay, so it's beingyouclass.com. And like I said, we have tons of other stuff coming up that we'll talk to you about, but that's a great place to start. You can start, like, as soon as you finish this call. Um, yeah. All right, so let's get on. We have some. <laughs> we have so many questions. My goodness. Uh, let's see. I, I'd love to. Okay. Um, I saw something here from someone. Okay. Dr. Dane, I've had I've been having an on and off knee pain since last October when I hit on hit it on my bedpost. Physical therapy hasn't gotten it back to normal yet. Do you have any uh suggestions as to what I can do for my left knee? Now before you answer that, I also want to say that this is a similar theme to a lot of the hundred plus questions. There is some sort of pain that people have are enduring for, you know, long periods of time. Yeah. So and see here's the here well, I'm a couple of things. So I'll address the left knee pain specifically. When okay. one of the things that we found is that when you have a pain on the left side of your body, uh you want to ask, okay, what am I trying to make right that isn't? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when there's a pain on the left side of your body, you're trying to make something right that isn't. The only way I know of undoing it, well there's the easiest way of undoing it, the way that I know of undoing it, is actually using this clearing statement and that process and the fact that it's your knees that we're talking about. Um, because most often, and this, and please know, whenever I say anything, I don't ever say it's 100% that this is always this and this is always this. I always use it as a starting point, a possibility. Maybe this is this because if it's, I've seen it this way, you know, hundreds or thousands of times, but still there could be some other nuance or something else there, or it may not be that at all. It may just be the starting point. So I just want to give you that caveat because a lot of times we're told by people that they have the answers, and one of the things that I love about Access is I'll never try to tell you that we have the answer, but I will give you all kinds of questions and all kinds of tools to approach it from all kinds of different directions. So left side of your body tends to be what you've tried to make right that isn't. Now, the knees tend to be where there's a need that you're trying to make right that isn't. So if you combine those two together, if I were you, what I would, there's two things that I would do. Number one is I would go, okay, so what need am I trying to make right that isn't that I'm locking in as this left knee pain? Almost rhymes. So one more time, what need are you trying to make right that isn't that you're locking in with this left knee pain? Everything that is times a gazillion, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Yes, for her. <laughs> Thank you. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, and then and you want to run this probably, I don't know, 30 times a day for the next 30 days or so. Hopefully, before between now and then, you'll have this awareness of something where you've tried to make someone else's need or your need right or correct or real when it didn't actually have to be that way. Okay, and then the other thing that's coming up for you in particular is who does this belong to? 
In other words, I had a lady who came to me with this intense knee pain, and she was going to have to have a surgery, and it was her left knee also. She had hurt it in a skiing accident. She already had an ACL surgery, a, a knee surgery, basically, um, on her right knee for a, from a similar skiing accident. And she she said, well, yeah, I think it's the same thing. I hurt my knee skiing again. I'm like, yeah, I get that, but there's something else here. And literally, basically using who does this belong to? And is this actually yours? Is, is this way of dealing with pain yours? Is this, were you doing something for somebody else? What we found was she was actually um, having her knee hurt the same way that her mother's knee hurt because her mm. mother had also hurt herself skiing and she was doing the exact same thing because that's how she learned to handle it from her mother and her mother's body. And I was like, are you kidding me? Does the rabbit hole even get deeper? I mean, really? I mean, come on, really? <laughs> and, and you know when I start sounding like a 12-year-old, you know, really? You know, that, that, <laughs> that I'm like, really? What's going on here? But what was going on was that she'd actually locked in the same pain in the same way that her mother did and didn't even have any cognitive awareness of it. And that's the other thing you have to get. 99.9999999% of this stuff is non-cognitive. And it won't be able to become cognitive until you start asking your body for every single thing that concerns it and start being willing to hear what it has to say, even when it's different than what you think. Okay? So I know I'm packing a lot of information into this thing, but I'd like you to have more rather than less, okay? I figure you can go back to the plays and get the stuff that you missed, but I want you to have as much information as possible. So I'm going to give you that process one more time. So what uh, what need or what, yeah, what need am I trying to make right that isn't that I'm locking in is this left knee pain? Every time's a gazillion, will you just run and create it, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then who does this belong to? Who does this this way of locking in pain belong to? Who does this way of trying to heal and not succeeding belong to? Who does this um, idea that you have to be debilitated as you get older belong to? And who does all this crap belong to? And everything that is, everything you bought is yours. Will you now destroy and uncreate it as yours and return it to sender with consciousness attached, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. I want to ask you a question. Well, I wanted to make two points. One is I find it very interesting that the body, and tell me if this this uh, happens often, uses very literal parts of itself to get the message across, like need and the knee. Uh-huh. Very much <laughs> Very much so. And that thing that, you know, that thing that I said about your body's job is to give you information. And we've just cut off our ability to listen from the time we were about nine or ten years old, and especially when we got to be teenagers. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it will do something like that. And so need being need, like, for example, um, people who have, people who have neck pain, you know, you go, okay, so who or what is the pain in the neck that you're not acknowledging? Mm -hmm. And it's, funny how often that alleviates it. And they're like, I've been going to a chiropractor for six months. I'm like, I am a chiropractor, and this is what I found actually worked <laughs> before I started doing, you know, sort of more of this other stuff full time. Um, and also for low back pain, who or what is the pain in the butt that you're not acknowledging? 
you know. And, and another one for you all that are out there in the world, when you're tired, you go, okay, so what am I tired of that I'm not acknowledging? When you're sick, what am I sick of that I'm not acknowledging? Literally, this one about what am I sick of, it's so funny because Gary and I both have had family members where they would be sick, and we'd call them, and we'd be like, how you doing? Oh, I'm sick. And you're like, really? What are you sick of? You know, because you can work that into conversation without them thinking that you're trying to change anything, you know. And I do it just for the fun of it. I'm like, I wonder if we can change this, you know. I've got Uncle Bob on the phone who's been, you know, sick and cranky for hundreds of years. I wonder if I can change this. This would be fun. Uh-huh. And. You know, and I'll go, what are you sick of? And I go, I'm sick of the fact that them darn people are running everything the way they are. They can't seem to run the country, right? None of that. I'm like, really? Wow, would you be willing to let that go? And then I pock and pot it. You know, and what else are you sick of? And literally five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten layers later, there's a sense of peace in their world. And I'm like, how are you doing? Well, I feel, uh, well, I'm feeling pretty good. And then we get off the phone, call them the next day later, and 90% of the time they're over the sickness. Wow. So, for those of you that are having some sort of chronic sickness, you might there there's well hmm there's more that we need to get into here about that because for a lot of you your bodies are actually have a capacity to heal and we need to at least address it on the call or or it's something you're aware of but also it can be this thing of what am I sick of and what was I sick of that I was made right for and what was I sick of that I was made wrong for and what am I still holding on to and accumulating that I'm sick of? So wow. everything that is for all of you, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay. That's huge. Yeah. A lot of energy on that one. <laughs> There's a lot of energy on that one because a lot of people say that and they don't even realize it. You know, there are a lot of people who say, I'm so tired of this. I'm like, please don't say that. You will end up really, really tired, you know. And and that's one of the things I found. One of the things that sometimes work with people who have chronic fatigue is say, okay, so what are you so tired of you don't want to live? And they go, oh, my God. And, you know, five or and then I'll – and here's – let me just give you all listening. Uh, the way to do this is you'll ask a question like that. So, for example, with somebody with chronic fatigue, as an example, what are you so tired of that you don't want to live or that you don't care if you live anymore or that you'd rather not be here anymore? And they'll give you an answer, and then you go, cool, will you destroy and create it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pocket, all nine shorts, boys and meons, or pot and pocket. And then you ask them again, so what are you so sick of you don't care if you live anymore you don't care if, or you don't want to be here anymore? And they'll give you an answer, and you go, okay, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, choice, what you want, until you ask, and there's nothing else there. And see what changes. You know, what if what if we could do all of this from the adventure of what can we change? What else can we have with our bodies? You know, what else can be fun? And, you know, to the best of my ability, I will give you as many tools as I can, because I've been on this, on this, on hot pursuit of, what it takes to undo our body problems and our life problems, basically, for the last 12 years. And some of it sounds weird, and some of it makes really good sense and seems really simple. Um, and I do my best to give you as much of all of that as I possibly can. Because I'd like you to have the change, too, and the capacity to create it, because otherwise we don't change our world. If I'm the only one who has this information and the only one that you know people can come to to get it, it's like our world doesn't change. I want to get as much of this out there as quickly as possible so that you can change your body 
and so that you can use it to actually contribute to changing other people's bodies too. That's huge. That's huge right there, that last sentence, that you can heal, heal and change your body so that you can contribute to others. And, 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 you know, that contribution doesn't have to be you opening up a chiropractic practice and becoming Dane here, the sequel, right? <laughs> you, that can just happen by you being, your willingness to heal yourself and contribute a higher level of, of joy and resonating energy into that greater consciousness. And then that radiates and gives other people permission to not be so miserable too, right? Absolutely. And that is how it happens. You know, it's like, you know, so many people think, well, I need to become an Oprah or a Deepak. But, you know, we've got Oprah and we've got Deepak. And yet what it actually requires is all of us being willing to step into being the, the presence and the, and the greatness of us and the difference that we are and and have more tools available to be present, in, you know, to be there in the situations where we can affect a change and be willing to know when we can and know when we can't. Yeah, it's, it's so profound. Uh, there's another question here, and uh, I happen to uh, know this person. And <laughs> so um, Carol asks, uh, Hi, Mari and Dane. I have a recurrence of colon cancer, and I'm allergic to chemo and don't really want it anyway. What should I ask my body in order to heal? And I know she's been really struggling with this and has been quite frightened. So um, okay. any suggestions? Well, you're you're talking about one of the one of the biggies that's that's on a difficult level. And one one other caveat I want to say here is I don't actually I don't call myself a healer. You know, I've had other people say that about me and call me that and you know, on the one hand I'm grateful and on the other hand I'm terrified cuz I don't <laughs> want responsibility for anybody else's healing. I can't, you know. And right. the thing I can do is facilitate somebody to create their own healing change. Right. So I want that clear from the outset because, you know, a lot of times people come to me expecting me to do something for them that they're not actually willing to have and not willing to do for themselves. And it's just not possible. You've got way more power to keep something in place, and I've got to remove it. And it's also not what I consider my job, you know. My job is to facilitate you to where you've got the choice to either keep it or let it go. So having said that, when working with cancer... Um, and, you know, this is obviously a biggie. This is obviously something that affects every area of your life and every area of your relationships and your money and your everything. And and so one of the things that, that I've started out with is one of two questions. What are you dying to get out of? Or what do you love about creating cancer? And when you do that, and I know it can sound, you know, it can sound to some people like, wow, I can't believe you'd ask somebody with cancer that question. I'm like, well, I can't believe you wouldn't because unless you acknowledge that they're creating it, it can't change or they can't change it. You know, they may have a chance with with some, you know, conventional therapy that's out there or some other therapy, but until they actually get to the consciousness that's creating it, they can't also get to the consciousness that can change it. And so um, what I would ask is, okay, so what do I love about creating cancer? And you would think, my gosh, it's something I hate about this. Well, I'll tell you once again a story about somebody that Gary worked with. I think I prefer stories about people Gary's worked with because then <laughs> it can be about someone else. You know what I mean? So, right. uh, and 
what happened was there was a lady with breast cancer, and he said, okay, so um, what he actually what he asked her was, what are you dying to get out of with this? And she went, finally, she was, she was really angry at him for asking the question because she knew there was something there. And finally, she said, I'm dying to get out of my relationship. And he's all, wait a minute, how old are you? 72 or 74 or something. And, okay, um, have you ever thought of just getting a divorce? And she's like, I could never do that to the children. And he said, wait a minute, how old are your children? My youngest child is 52. <laughs> what? Okay. So, and literally, she would not give up the point of view, and she ended up dying of cancer. But for her, it was more valuable to go out that way than to actually get the divorce that was possible. So in this case, I'd say, okay, so what am I dying to get out of or what do I love about creating cancer? And the way you want to do it is exactly the way I talked to you before. And, you know, and be willing to seek whatever therapy is required. You know, there are lots of people who think that because I do access and because, you know, I'm a chiropractor by training and, and that sort of thing that, that I don't ever suggest that somebody go to an allopathic doctor. No, that is not true. When you need a surgeon, your body should be the one to tell you you need surgery, you need radiation, or you need something else. Your body should be the one to tell you. You and your body together should should be the ones that come to that awareness and that that decision, that choice on your part. So everything that all brings up, because you notice how a light subject cancer is for people, mm-hmm. everything makes it the heaviest thing in the world and the thing you're supposed to separate from that doesn't allow you to have the lightness of recognizing that it may be how someone has their choice to get out when they don't see any other choice, can we destroy and create it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, towards boys and beyonds, and everything we've done to create the place where we can't openly talk about something like cancer without going into such judgment that it makes the person with it feel like there must be something wrong with them, can we destroy and create all that, please? Yep. Time's a gazillion, right? Wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pop, shorts, boys, and meons. So what you want to do is you want to ask these questions and then destroy and create it and pock and pot it. And then ask it again and destroy and create it and pock and pot it. And then ask it again and destroy and create it and pock and pot it. And then you can put, you can put the, well, there'll be something that, that just keeps coming up or there'll be something that has sort of a, a weird energy to it where you go, oh, that's actually the thing that's going on. Once you get to that, um, there's a process that I'll be running here in another few minutes that you can plug those words into, whatever they are, to hopefully start changing the situation. Okay. So I want to I wanna just take a moment because we just processed a lot. And I think people could take a couple of deep breaths and say, oh, okay, because that was a big one. <laughs> And I want to talk a little bit about um, next steps as far as resources for you, and then we're going to get back to more of these questions because Rebecca just put in another, I don't know, 40 questions or so. So I want to make sure that we, we keep the, you know, the majority of the call for, for the content. But I did want to talk about these resources that we've prepared for you and that we're really, really excited about. And if you're experiencing um, a sense of recognition, a sense of lightness, um, a sense of aha, you know, how I love the aha moments, um, and, or just a resonance with this stuff, we'd love to have you um, in our in our master course. And the, and the master course is actually four more classes like this one. 
and we're going to go into all the in-depth in things, you know, things like this pain and, and recurring pain and, and um, really the step-by-step process of body whispering, understanding all of these tools that Dane's talking about in a little bit more of a, you know, process-oriented way. There'll be 90-minute classes. Um, four, there's four of them. And we have a page with all the information. So I'm not going to go through every piece of it um you know, right now, but what I wanted to just call your attention to that is that there is this op- opportunity for you, and Dane um, has graciously agreed to do this with me, so you'll be able to do this on um, on a, a system just like we have here with Instant Teleseminar. It is a telecourse. It starts in May, from May 9th to May 30th, and the website, I think there's a button, Rebecca put a button on the, the dashboard that you're looking at right now, so you can check it out. But you can also go to ahamomentsinc.com slash body whispering. It's ahamomentsinc.com slash body whispering. And um, we'd love to have you in this class. There's, there's a lot that we're going to be covering. Um, finding peace and joy um, and enjoying your body. Because, you know, we're going through all these ailments, right? We're going through all these chronic this and depression and, you know, cancer and everything. But there's also the other side of it of how do we enjoy the health and the portion of the health that we have and how do we how do we take our bodies and really communicate and, and work in unison with them so that we can go to stretch beyond anything that we've ever imagined. So these are the types of things we're going to be going through um, in that in that four part uh series. And one of the things uh it'll have the replays, we're going to do transcripts, you'll get all the MP3s, and you're also going to get recordings of all these clearings because it is really important um that you do these clearings over and over and over again. One of the things I noticed for myself, and I've done a lot of work with, with Dane, both you know personally and and um, in his classes and stuff. And one of the things I realized, I was like, you know what, Mario, you're not really doing these clearing statements. You like get it, and you're like, oh, that makes sense. And then you do it a couple of times, but putting it on your iPod and letting it run, you know, to to really get some traction with this and to give your body a chance to catch up with your your mind and your mind a chance to, to let go and, and, and have everything integrate. Integration is, is so important. So, um, And the other great thing about being in a class like this is that you're going to be meeting a lot of people of like mind and people who are on the same wavelength. So uh, that's that's really important. And then Dan was very gracious to offer two bonuses with this class. And one of the bonuses is the MP3 audio of his uh, third chapter of his book, being you changing the world, which I personally have read two and a half times. I haven't gotten to the full third time thing, but two and a half times. Um, and the third chapter is your body knows, and it's all about, you know, it's all supporting this, so that's one bonus. And then the other bonus is really, really terrific because Dane is doing uh, a live event in Los Angeles called Being You Changing the World, and I will actually be at that event. So you'll get to meet both of us in person. Um, and that's going to be on May 11th, the weekend of May 11th. And he has generously offered a ticket to the first evening event, which is uh, the, the evening event is the live event, Being You Changing the World, the beginning. Um, and that ticket, you can either come to L.A. and meet us in person, or you can listen to the live event um, on the streaming audio and video. You can actually watch it on your computer. So you don't have to miss it, you know. So I was really, really excited when uh, he and Katarina, his wonderful assistant, uh, told us about that. We got very, very excited to give you that opportunity. So if you're ready to really invest in in this, we're ready to invest in you. And I personally, like I said, have, I'm living this. And that's what AHA Moments community is all about, is actually 
you know, just really, it just came up out of me trying to survive my own world. <laughs> and that's really, you know, kind of where a lot of our sense of priorities and sense of purpose in life comes from. It's just us trying to navigate and figure something out and we want to share it. So I'd like to share that with you. We are giving a, um, a generous a special offer. I believe it's on the page for early registration before February 26th. The, the course and all the bonuses are 444, and then after February 26th of 2012, they're 497. So you can take a look at ahamomentsinc.com/bodywhispering, and you can get all the information um, about that. And I hope that you'll join us, and I hope that you'll register early, so we know how big of a class we're going to have, and we can prepare all of the servers and all of the assistance and all the things that we have to prepare. So that's that. The other resource, and then I'm going to get back to questions, so um, don't get frustrated. Just hear me out. <laughs> the other resource is tonight, if you have enjoyed tonight and after you, you know, you have the two days of the free replay, but we also are having this call transcribed. And one of the reasons why I'm having all of our calls transcribed going forward is because I did get um, some letters from folks who are hearing impaired. And I wanted to, and Dana and I both agree that we wanted to be able to offer that community an opportunity to explore this in a way that they can actually take it in. So we're having our, our classes and, and the tele-summit and these things going forward transcribed. But if you'd like to get tonight's recording and the transcription, that'll be great for you to be able to um, listen to these clearings, record them on a loop for yourself, listen to them over and over again. I can tell you, I listened to some of these calls from, you know, two years ago, and I hear it differently because I've gotten more a lot further along in the process, you know. So these are just all resources for you. There should be links on your page if you're on um, if you're online right now. You'll be getting email about it tomorrow with the replay links and all that stuff. So those are just a, a few of the things, and um, I'm going to stop with that part. But I wanted to make sure we got through that so we can now just be free to focus on questions and and uh, content and more of these clearing thing that you um, have to that we're going to talk about. And I just, before I transition to the back to the questions, is there anything you want to add to? No, I, I'm so glad you said all that. And, um, you know, it's like one of the things that I've become aware of is that the bodies on the planet are going, guys, we are an immense help. You need to wake up and listen to what we have to say. So that's why, you know, that's why I wanted, when you said, it was so great because you said, you know what? Let's do a body whispering call because I've had this person and this person and this person and this person, you know, because you're willing to listen to what the universe is asking you for. And you said that, and I went, yes, absolutely, because, you know, and, and I wanted to to do this because of that, because it, it's like they're calling. I mean, I it's like I can I walk by them and they go, dude, tell my <laughs> being that this and that. I'm like, um, excuse me, I I don't know the person. What do you mean you want me to tell them to stop being vegetarian and start eating meat? Well, me. They will punch me in the face, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's been this insistence, and some of you know this. Some of you, I'm saying this, and some of you think I'm just absolutely crazy, which, you know, I'm not disagreeing with Not on with. this call, I know. <laughs> okay. But I'm saying, you know, some of you know this. Some of you are aware of this insistence for all of consciousness to move forward, but but the bodies have been have been talking to me, and I got to tell you, quite frankly, you know, I've been doing all the work I possibly can to change it, and I've also tried not to listen to the insistence of it. And 
and truly, and I hate to admit it because, you know, it's my job, but, you know, I, I never claim to be perfect. I'm just doing the best job I can, and i got to, you know, use these tools all the time. Um, but it's like when you said this, I went, yeah, I can't ignore it anymore. And, you know, and we've done a lot in Access Consciousness with bodies that has changed things for people in a really dynamic way. So I wanted people to get that exposure to that possibility. And the thing that you were talking about with the processes, I'm so glad you brought that up because one thing people don't know about me is I, most nights, probably, I don't know, three to six nights out of the week or no, more like four to six nights out of the week, I'm actually listening to processes pretty much all night long. I have them really low and I have them, you know, right next to my bed and you can barely hear it, can't necessarily even make out the words. But I notice that when I do that, not only do I sleep better, even though I sometimes have really weird dreams, I wake up and it feels like the elephant that used to be on my head isn't there. So mm -hmm. that's part of the reason is that we want you to have this stuff so that you can have every resource possible for change. And so it doesn't have to be as hard anymore. You know, what if it could be easier to change the things with your body and your life you've been wanting to change? Yeah, it's so true. And I think a lot of the people listening, and I know I do, you know, I don't know how many Akashic Record readings and angel readings every month. I had to bring a whole other staff person on to handle the, <laughs> the scheduling. Let's put it like that. And the body, especially with this new 2012 Energy Day, the body um, questions, along with relationship questions, which is a different call, uh, have been coming up <laughs> so much. Um, people wanting to lose weight and they can't. They They haven't been able to you know, get that last 40 pounds off. Um, addictions with smoking, addictions with um, not even so much drug and alcohol, but, you know, the basic things like the how do I get through my day thing. And if you are using food to self-medicate, if you're using um, smoking to self-medicate, chocolate or shopping or, you know, web browsing, you know, why not self-medicate with clearing statements instead? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really just a transfer of it. You know, it's it's okay to get a little addicted to this. But um, truly, I think that this this uh, configuration of class is, is so needed. And um, have you found, just back to another question here, have you found that um, in this 2012 energy that people are a little bit more sensitive than they've been before? Whoo, that is an understatement of magnitude. People are... People are being drawn to the uh, to the edge of awareness, whether they like it or not. At this point, you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. gotta say, I that literally for me, part of the reason I wanted to kill myself twelve years ago is because of what I was aware of that I had no place to put. I had nobody talking to me about what it actually was, and I was aware of things that that nobody had ever talked to me about. But ninety nine percent of why I wanted to kill myself was the awarenesses I was having of everything that I thought was mine. So when you say, and now for people, it's increasing dynamically. It's as though you're aware whether you know it or not. The question is, do you have the tools for a place to put the awareness, know what to do with it, and actually use it for your benefit now? Rather than having it kill and destroy you in your body, it's time to start using those capacities, using those talents and abilities for your benefit, rather than having them hurt you. Mm. Yes, yes, that makes so much sense. Um, okay, so we have nine minutes left, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and we have, uh, you know, 900 questions. So, um, can this, I, this act, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask if I could actually, this is going to be kind of interesting because I was going to ask if I could go, um, just for a couple of people that, a uh, couple of questions that I was looking at because I finally got them. Yay! Yeah, okay, good. And just, thank you, Rebecca. I got to say, can we just say thank you to Rebecca? She is wonderful. I, she is amazing. She is I, absolutely amazing. And Bethany, too, and Katarina as well, your assistant as well. Phenomenal. Thank you to our team. Hey, you know, with Rebecca, Stephanie, and Katarina, I think there's nothing we can't accomplish in the world. It gives uh, me hope, you know. so Especially since I'm, all of them I'm, work around the clock. <laughs> Now let's let's maybe not put that out there. But yes. So <laughs> so I was going to uh, answer a couple of these more difficult questions and then get to okay. that longer process and see if we could uh do some shift and change on it really quick. Would that be cool? Yeah, in 8 minutes or less. Thing. I know I love that. Wish me luck. I'd like okay. to know a way to stop the pain 24/7 all over my body and to be able to stop the fear that there's more to this but afraid to find out what. The pain in my legs, knees, and lower back is getting so bad it's a struggle to stand up straight from a sitting position. All of this is draining me. I have no energy to a simple task, and this is making me very depressed, scared, and anxious. Okay, my dear. So a few things. Number one, how much of this is actually where you have a talent and ability for taking pain and suffering out of other people's bodies, but you've never acknowledged it, and in some other time, some other place, some other lifetime, or something else, you decided you didn't want to be that potent, that powerful, or that empathic again. Everything that was done to kill that in you, will you now destroy and uncreate it, please, so you know what to do with your ability? Yes, for her. It's a gazillion, okay. right? Battle nine, pod, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Everything that you aligned and agreed with and resisted and reacted to that allowed you to give up your empathic ability, will you destroy and uncreate it and fully claim and own the empathic ability so you know what to do and how to actually dissipate this stuff from your bodies? Yes, wow. It doesn't allow oh, that. Say in way you just run and grade it, please. Hey, you gave me eight minutes. I'm going. <laughs> right around good and bad. Five, I call nine shorts. Good God. So everything you created in any lifetime that allows it to exist and stay in place as it is, everything you aligned and agreed with and resist and reacted to that doesn't allow it to change now to something different that you can not only manage but will give you a system of priorities to choose something different. Will you just run and grade it, please? Yeah. Times a gazillion, right? Wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, everything that you, uh, okay, well, that's doing something for her. So hopefully the next process I run will help it. And then I want to get to one other question. I'm going to paraphrase it because it's a long question. Uh, this person, over a whole page. Yeah, it, exactly. It's over a whole page. I'm like, uh, I'm going to paraphrase. So <laughs> the person has been following a Reiki path for about a year, receiving attunements up to master level, which are very detoxing. Practicing as a Reiki master to heal herself and others. Um, she worked with crystals and all kinds of different things. Um, and many of the chronic issues simply disappeared in the first month after Reiki. I was assured by my spirit guides that these changes were permanent. Now I'm preparing to move to a new area that will better support my new energy and sound healing work. Yet just this past weekend, I was literally dropped in my tracks by a major bout of physical illness. Okay, al almost all my old issues slammed into action. Severe cold and flu symptoms, a cluster of cold sores, swollen gums, and renewed arthritis pains in my index fingers. Most symptoms were wow. on my right side. Allergy symptoms have been flaring up recently as well. What's my body trying to tell me with this sudden recurrence of old issues, and what do I need to learn or change to prevent it from happening again? Okay, my dear, so my question for you is several. Number one, how much more aware have you become in the recent weeks and months than you ever thought was possible 
And how much of that is your awareness of, uh, number one, your healing capacity for healing other people that you never knew you had that's even greater than you thought and greater than any Reiki master could tell you, except nobody's ever told you. So everything that is times a gazillion, will you destroy and create it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, short squares. And what I mean by that is I'm not knocking Reiki masters in any way because, you know, that's it's a wonderful modality and there are some wonderful people doing it. What I'm saying is it's a thing where no one can truly tell you. Some, people can point you in the direction of your capacities, but you've got to get how truly dynamic they are. And how much of this is also where, how much have you, and everybody listening, how much have you used your body as the way to ensure that you would continue to seek consciousness? Wow. Okay. Some people do it with money. Like, as long as they have a money problem, they'll keep searching. Some people do it with body. As long as my body hurts, as long as it keeps coming back, I'll keep searching. And is it possible that you tried to make Reiki some sort of conclusion as though that was where you were ending when it was meant to be just another beginning? And is your body trying to let you know that maybe you need to be willing to continue on this path of consciousness without coming to conclusion that anything is the answer? Reiki access, um, underwater basket weaving, snorting to bully on the left side and spinning to the right, any of these things, okay? You know, spur spinning the purple light around your butt while you sing hallelujah, you know? None of these things are the answer. They should just be continuously greater levels of awareness. So everything you did to try to stop there and your body's like, no, we can't stop yet, there's more. Will you destroy and create all that, please, and allow yourself to keep moving? Yes. Times a godzillion, right? Wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And please, don't don't consider that as a knock on Reiki at all, because Reiki truly is wonderful. And there truly are some amazing and wonderful people that do it. Just realize that that for you and for everybody listening, you've got to have a, a wide variety of of things that pique your interest and different possibilities and different things you explore and I'm going to say that thing again. How many of you have used your body as the thing that makes you seek consciousness? Wow. Everything that is, everything that makes you have to have your body hurt or be debilitated, so you'll seek the consciousness that you now are willing to seek on your own. In other words, would you now be willing to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to seek consciousness anyway, even if my body doesn't hurt. And I will become fully conscious and fully aware, and I will now allow myself to be the, the contributor to unlocking consciousness that I know I'm here to be. Would you all be willing to be that, please? Yes, yes, yes. One, two, three. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, towards boys and beyonds. Okay, I have to stop you because we have one minute before we're literally cut off. <laughs> okay. That's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And on behalf of everyone on this call, thank you, Dane. Thank you so much. You're so beyond generous, and just that's why we love you so much. Oh, we just fight you. <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, thank you. Um, I just want to say before we sign off for tonight, if you'd like to have more of this, we'd love to meet you. We'd love to have you. Please, please, please look at your uh, webpage there, get all the resources, click the buttons. 
come and visit us whichever way you want, but please, please, please honor yourself and just remember my motto, which is you can truly have exactly what you want. You deserve it all. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.